You know, I remember back in the 70s and the 80s, we didn't watch a lot of car racing, but we certainly would watch the Indianapolis 500, called, of course, the greatest spectacle in racing, names like Bobby and Al Unser, A.J. Foyt. It wasn't often you would see a Canadian. I don't remember seeing a Canadian, but there was one there. I wouldn't have been paying much attention. I was young. Um, Eldon Rasmussen was from Edmonton, and he raced the Indy 500 in 75, 77, and 79. He's a member of the Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame. Uh, he passed away on Sunday, according to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on their social media feed. Um, he died Sunday at the age of 85. He'd been living in the States, in Indianapolis. He was from Edmonton, though. He started racing back in 1952 on dirt tracks in southern Alberta before moving on to paved tracks in Alberta as well. He made 600 starts touring with the, the Canadian American Modified Racing Association Series. Uh, but again, it was Indy. You know, everyone wanted to go to Indy, and he did. Um, and he competed in the famous race, as I mentioned, three times. He was also involved in what's often referred to as one of the most spectacular crashes at the Indianapolis 500. One, luckily, uh, where the driver in the other car survived despite the ferocity of the collision. Here's the call from 1975. Now, here we come down with A.J. Ford beginning to move through traffic, and he's running in behind uh, Tom Steva. Eldon Rasmussen, number 58, is in the yellow car, coming around turn number two. And, oh, we've got an axe, Steva! He's on the wall, he goes into a terrible slip, and we have a fire! The engine is ripped off the back of the car and comes tumbling across. A.J. Ford was right behind him. He was able to avoid it somehow. But Tom Steva is in the car. He's moving around. He's trying to get out. An incredible accident on turn number 68, Tom Steva. Tom Sneva from Spokane, Washington there, involved in that crash uh, with Eldon Rasmussen. Uh, but of course, Ras Rasmussen was known for much more than just that one incident. Uh, he went on to uh, retire after in the 1779, but stayed very close to the sport uh, as a builder, really. Uh, I really was curious about, about his story. So joining me now with more is Norris McDonald. He is a former supermodified racer himself, a motorsport reporter and columnist for the Toronto Star. And he too is a member of the Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame, the only journalist, uh, or the first journalist, rather, uh, to be inducted, and he joins me now from Toronto. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Hey, it's a pleasure. Um, Eldon Rasmussen, not a name that many Canadians might be familiar with, but uh, he certainly scaled heights that many Canadians hadn't when he arrived at Indy in the mid-'70s. How did he make it? Uh, how big a deal was that back when, when he achieved it? Well, it, it, was, an, it was a big deal. Uh, he would have been the second, uh, or so we thought, uh, racer to make it to Indianapolis. And uh, only 33 could ever do it. And to this day, 33 start the race. So it's not something that's uh, easy to do. Um, and he started at the very, I mean, he started dirt racing, right? That's where he That's began. right. Yeah. He, he, uh, he, he was, uh, he was, he was original in that, um, he built his own cars, um, and then he raced them on dirt and dirt track racing is exactly as it sounds. Uh, on, on dirt, I've seen it. It's 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 remarkable, but it's a long way from the Indianapolis. Uh, in, from Indianapolis, how 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 much how would the skills dirt racing allow you to climb the ladder like that? 
Well, it's t- it's tough to almost to complain to explain. Um, you know, the thing is that you go from uh, dirt track racing to pavement racing, and that prepares you to go the amazing speeds that you have to go to at Indianapolis. Because uh, they drive fast at Indy, right? I mean, it, well, I, so we were talking before, you know, we, we played some audio of that crash that he was involved in in 75, and they're going extremely fast. I mean, it was it was a dangerous sport. Well, and it still, it still is, <laughs> although it's a lot safer now than it used to be. Uh, but uh, the fact of the matter is that um, he was determined to make it to Indianapolis. Uh, he was a, born in, in uh, Edmonton, right. and, but he didn't stick around all that long. No, he was. He, he had his eyes set on Indy, right? So tell me about right his, his, start. his Indianapolis career, because he did race three times at Indianapolis. Well, he made the field three times at Indianapolis. He, uh, he, he tried more than three times, but he actually made the field uh, three times. Um, and, of course, he's, he's <laughs> I hate to put it this way, uh, he's best known as uh, crashing uh, with uh, a Spokane Washington driver named Tom Sneba. Uh, and to this day, people shake their heads and wonder how Sneba ever could survive uh, such, a, such an accident. accident. Yeah, that was we 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 talked about that coming in. It was a, it was a spectacular crash. It was a remarkable that uh, Sneba survived as well. Uh, Rasmussen right. did retire though, in, in quite quite early. I mean, he, by by seventy nine, he had already sort of called it quits. And, and you spoke to him about that because you've met him. Uh, why did he walk away from from at least from driving? Because he never walked away from racing. No, he didn't walk away from racing. Um, however, he was he was still involved in racing, but not as a racer. Um, he, uh, built cars for other drivers. Uh, he built drag racing cars for the, uh, NHRA drivers. Um, so he was, he was, uh, quite the boy. He had a real successful career afterwards. I mean, he stuck mm-hmm. around, he, as, uh, he, he lived in Indianapolis. He, he built cars. So, so he, he had a long career in racing, a lifetime in racing, really. Right. And, uh. And uh, but but again, it was uh, it was a relatively short period uh, of where he was actually in competition, uh, and the rest of the time he was doing um, uh, things other than than racing. Yeah, that's right. Now you sat down with him because he was uh, he came back obviously from Indianapolis to be inducted into the Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame. You right, were, you were emceeing that night, uh, uh, and you sat and you, you sat down with him. And tell me, what was he like? What was how did he look back on this career that he had had in in this business? Well, first of all, first of all, he was surprised that there were others besides Billy Foster uh, that had made it made the field in Indianapolis. That was right. that was. So he, he and I talked about that. And, uh, as a result of, uh, talking about that, uh, we were able to, uh, determine, uh, that there in fact were others. 
uh, other Canadians. Other Canadians. Not- that, that had raced at Indy before, because I gather it wasn't known at the time. Eldon was considered to be the second, but he wasn't. Yeah, still, that's still right. an achievement. What kind of man was he, though? I mean, he'd had this career. He'd been a race car driver. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you described him as being pretty bashful, pretty humble. He was he was a, a, a humble guy. He was, a, as you say, a bashful guy. Um, there was, you know, some of these drivers uh, have major egos. Uh, Eldon was not like that at all. Uh, he uh, he he enjoyed talking to people about the sport, and uh, and that was the key to I think to him. Uh, he, he was, uh, he was just a, a good guy. And you've met a lot of racers over the years. Uh, did, did he, was, was, was Eldon, uh, at all? I mean, what did he consider to be his sort of legacy in, in the game? I guess is that he had raced for a while and that he had really spent an entire career building cars and doing what he loved. That's right. Well, and that's the key. He, he thoroughly enjoyed doing what he did. Um, some people, some some people in the sport uh, have, as I say, large egos. Uh, Eldon did not. Uh, he thoroughly enjoyed his life. Uh, he thoroughly enjoyed hanging around with other race car drivers. Uh, he uh, he had uh, uh, situations where he was uh, able to. Uh, build cars for other people and uh he made it through till 85 yeah and uh and then uh he went to that uh that great big <laughs> that big indy car in the in the in the sky did you ever ask him about that accident in 75 did you ever ask him about oh yeah and yeah well and the problem is the problem is that you know he was blamed for that and it bothered him no end uh, because he always felt that it was just one of them, as we call it, one of them racing deals. It just happened. Uh, nobody in particular uh, was at fault. Uh, two cars got together and uh, these things happen in car racing. And uh, so he felt a little bit uh, badly that um he was kind of the, the bad guy or at least remembered for it although i i believe the other driver never blamed him for it uh no 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 well norris mcdonald thanks so much for sharing what you sharing your thoughts about eldon rasmussen uh, a fascinating story well thank you very much